0: Hello everyone, thanks for joining us for Episode 3, The World's Craving for Validation and Acceptance. We are social creatures with an abundance of ways to communicate, and fitting in dominates our minds. It has since the time of needing protection within our community millions of years ago. In this ever-connected world, have we possibly been pushed further apart? Is this what is driving our need for validation and acceptance? and where should the fulfillment of these magical words come from? I know Sean has a wealth of knowledge to share, so let's get to the show. Hey, welcome back. How are you, Sean? How is the family? Congrats, another little one on the way. How are you guys feeling? How's mum-to-be feeling? Talk to us.
1: Mom to be is excited to get beyond the first trimester, yes. uh, which we are kind of like on the bubble of getting past. So thank you, by the way, uh, thank you. I think I'm about like uh, 16 weeks behind you, something like that, but yes. maybe more. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's it's exciting, man. It's a time of huge change. Uh, you know, we take possession of our new home this week. Uh, you know, baby number two on the way. Uh, you know, growing a business. Uh, you know, lot, lot, lots of things. It's. Uh, uh, you know, planning a a three day, uh, you know, like live kind of webinar as well with a big team. So, uh, there's, yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of moving parts, but, you know, we've talked about this before, you know, like choose your problems, you know what I mean? And these are problems I enjoy having, you know, and like figuring out how to navigate through them. So it's good. I consider it very good.
0: Tell us a little bit about the live webinar if you can. Um, I'm sure people would love to hear what's going on with that.
1: Um, I, I don't know how much I can say, okay. uh, you know, I, I, I know that it's happening. It's uh, I'm working yes. with other uh, alumni of the Jay Shetty certification school. Yes. Uh, so, you know, speaking to speaking to, to Jay's audience, um, I don't want to say anything really more than that, uh, yes. uh, like like specifics, because. Yes nothing has been released yet we're still working behind the scenes so we don't have dates and anything but it it it, it's exciting uh it's a lot of work but it it, it's rewarding and i yeah looking forward to being able to kind of you know give back i I got a lot from the school learned a lot uh, from the jay shetty program so i'm very happy to kind of give back and work with some other amazing coaches to you know deliver a powerful powerful workshop so yeah that'll be fun that'll be fun but enough about me luke uh It has been a few weeks. Uh, We chatted back and forth, but you know what's happening. I know we're getting closer with uh, with baby. Uh, What's where are we at here? What's new with you?
0: We have one month to go until she arrives. Uh, It is getting close. Every time Julie, my wife, has a moan, a grunt, or a feel of something, I'm like, "Are we on?" So it's we've still got a fair way to go, but it feels is it go like time. A,
1: go go bag ready? No, yeah. Okay. The go
0: bag go bag is ready. I won't bore everybody with the details regarding my go bag last time for baby number one, where I basically <laughs> packed it last minute, put like four pairs of jeans, a pair of underpants, and and a shirt uh, for the hospital stay. I have no idea. Maybe I thought I was going to a restaurant or something like that. But
1: why do we do that as men, Luke? Because <laughs> the, the, the exact same thing. Uh, Tessa, my wife, uh, said to me. As Because I was like, no, 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 the due date's not for like another X amount of time, right? And she's like, pack your bag. And I was like, okay, understood. That night, water breaks, we're off to the hospital. It's it's this weird synchronicity. But uh, anyhow, yeah. Uh, Anything else? Anything else you're working on? Anything exciting coming up?
0: Yeah, there's a lot going on with the coaching business. The like the last week's been pretty crazy. I've been fortunate enough to do a number of, you know, blog pieces and articles for some other pub- publications, you know, one I finished the other day and I think I went live last night for Mr. Perfect and that's around connection and specifically for men, you know, talking about how we connect or or for know, other words, maybe how we don't connect and some of the challenges for that. And there's another thing that I'm doing on the 25th of March, which is a video 21 conference. It's 75 speakers from around the world. It started yesterday, uh, runs for three weeks, and it's about shaping the future. So my conversation with them is around uh, forging habits and beliefs, and that's coming pretty thick and fast. So I need to start to really fine tune my presentation for that. So it's been a crazy few weeks getting everything done and and now I'm you know a bit like yourself you just kind of start to focus on you know what is the thing right in front of me that I need to do not get too caught up in the emotion of so many things flying our way and just go right you know what is this next step in front of me that needs to be taken and kind of go from there so uh, but it is funny one
1: one last point before we before we move forward with you know actual content that we want to talk about but that that's that's kind of the point though right like you know, it, it, it doesn't matter how, you know, evolved that you think you are or, or how much work you put into, you know, fine tune your habits and, and fine tune your beliefs and your self-talk and, and all of the above tools, you're still going to get challenged no matter how much you elevate yourself, right? Like life is still going to give you tests to see if you are up to the challenge and you're ready to move to the next mm-hmm. level, right? Like they're never, they're never going to stop coming. So it's kind of like, okay, the challenges are going to keep coming. So it's a, you know, now what? Kind of mentality right like let's just you know keep going
0: i couldn't agree more I, I you know i'll share i woke up this morning i usually get out of bed at like 6 six thirty and get into the garage and do my training and i woke up this morning at five thirty or something along those lines and i could already sense that there was a lot going on in my mind regarding everything that has been happening and everything that needs to happen this morning so i was like okay you know, what is all of this about? Because you made mention before, it doesn't matter how much time you spend talking about it, thinking about it, focusing on, you know, how you can work your way around it. Sometimes, you know, the mind just floods with stuff. So I was really mindful this morning. And I don't mean that in a facetious kind of textbook way, but trying to understand, well, what are these emotions that are going on in my mind? You know, what was what was happening and what was driving it and you know, what was driving it? One, you know. I had to film this podcast this morning. I had to do some stuff this morning. I had to drop my little boy off at uh, daycare this morning. I need to get into a TV studio later today. I've got a client at 3 o'clock and all of a sudden there's all of these things whirling through my mind, which is not unfamiliar to a lot of people. But then I started to think, well, you know, what is... Because it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't really fear or anything along those lines and it wasn't like, you know, anxiety but what I started to realize is I was just I was just concerned about this perfection. It was needing to be back here on time to read through my notes to make sure I'm ready to go. I've got this client later today and making sure that I'm absolutely in tune ready to go for him. You know, what am I going to talk about during this TV interview? And it was all of this ridiculous notion that everything today needed to be perfect and on time. And that's just not what life is about. So when I started to switch that perspective in my head, You can't think of it this way, or you can, but it's futile and foolish. I started to cut myself a little bit more of a break and then go, okay, well, this is how I can actually move this day forward versus just caught up in this whirlwind of stuff that didn't really matter or wasn't needing to be a reality. And then, you know, that's been my morning. And then I'll sit down with you and have a bit of a laugh. And before we push record... And then your mind gets in a different spot because you're not fixating, or I was not fixating on needing to be perfect of all of these things that needed to line up today. But um, I know that was a bit of a different place where we went then. But I just think it was. No, no,
1: man, there's there. value there. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't jump into to, to, to change it. I knew we'd come back on course eventually. So, but there's value there, man. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. every day
0: is different. Every day is yeah. different. And don't worry about that perfection piece. Um, no, because that that'll trip progress. Yours. Yeah, absolutely, Pro- progress and focus on the things that you can. But, um, mate, let's, let's talk about the content we love. So you're an absolute voracious reader, wealth of knowledge, and certainly it's, it's a strong part of yours. And I love the conversations we have because of everything that you bring to the table of all the books you've read, you know, podcasts you've listened to, just the great minds that you've tapped into and then you know, share your point of view as well. And I know that there's a book called No More Mr. Nice Guy, um, and I'd love to tell us why this resonated so much with you and what the key the key message was, which ties into what we're discussing today. So I'll hand it over to you to talk to us about this book. Mm,
1: yeah, so I, I wanted to kind of make this as concise as possible while you know still sticking on the core message of this book, which was you know the the, the need for approval and external validation, right? Yes. And uh, like being able to identify that because a lot of people cannot identify that right they can't figure out why they're stuck they can't figure out that it's this inner child need for validation that they never quite got as children so they still look for it outside of themselves right yes. and this unknowingness has you kind of going through life waiting for permission right that's never going to come because who's going to give it to you right who, who knows they're supposed to give it to you right mm. so effectively Although this book was, was catered towards men, it, it did get quite a lot of, of female readers as well to kind of better understand their husbands or their partners, right? And some yes, of these yes. behaviors. So the funniest thing about this book, though, Luke, was that a friend of mine whom even to his other two very close friends that we have read a lot of the similar books and like helped each other through some difficult times. He got onto this book by accident because his Uber driver was listening to it. And then he started listening to it and he was getting amazing value from it. Right. But he was almost not comfortable sharing it with his two close friends that we've all shared incredibly incriminating and scary things about each other too, because of that almost fear of, Oh man, well, I am mean, kind. Of, I do kind of fit the nice guy, uh, you know, traits. And like, I do kind of like seek approval and look to please other people first. Like, you know, do I really want to share this book? But he did. I got immense value, shared it with a few other people, including clients. And like the ripple effect has kind of really helped change some lives for a few people that have had this unbelievably, like internally dire need for approval, which in the end results in this waiting for permission that's never going to come, right? Yeah. So again, the, the 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 big message kind of towards the end of the book is, uh, you know, to solve your problems. Don't solve other people's problems. Don't try to always solve other people's problems and be a fixer, you know what I mean? And be a, be a caretaker. Just care. Don't be a caretaker. Just care for the sake of caring. Be of service. But worry about yourself, right? Because like the big message was spend time and money developing yourself. Be a little bit more selfish, right? Instead of thinking that if I solve everybody else's problems, my life is going to be good. Well, you can't control other people and you don't actually know if these things you're doing are going to make them happy. So it becomes this pursuit that in the end makes the nice guy not such a nice guy after a certain amount of time, right? Because the results that you've been programmed to think will get you results, they don't in the end because you're not crafting a life that is gonna leave you in a joy-filled state. You're kind of trying to do that through making other people happy. And I think you know pretty darn well, Luke, that that doesn't really work.
0: Uh, No, look. I don't mean how. Uh, <laughs> Look, it it doesn't work. I think it gets to the point where there is an an unhealthy level of trying to satisfy other people around you, or a, you know, an unhealthy level of of that kind of validation piece that you ta- you talk about. You know, the confidence and self love needs to come from from you. But I also kind of, as you're talking about that, I wonder whether or not the issue have we swung too far in some of these other directions? You know, do we now, you know, where is that line where all of a sudden it becomes so insular that we aren't concerned enough for the people that that are around us and then that becomes the problem the other way, you know, is then are we talking about the whole balance piece? Because I go, you know, I think part of what we need to continue to develop, and we spoke about this before, is that that empathy with people that connection with people is really critically important and i think that if we can provide more of that from a selfless point of view and a giving point of view then you know i think the world's going to be in a better place but to what you're talking about in the point over here is that the challenge that we have is when all of a sudden we we don't give ourselves enough props inside we don't have that self-care that loving that giving that understanding of where we're at and then it spins into an unhealthy you know spiral of just seeking it from other people and i think that's the real challenge that we have i'm not sh- i'm not sure what do you think
1: you, you you do bring up a good point right because uh, it's dangerous when you you hear certain gurus demonize like you know, leave people behind if they're negative or this and that, right? Like if taken super literally, you know, you're, you, you might not give a good friend a chance and just turn your back on them. You know, like you don't need to spend your entire time with them. Maybe try to you know show them what you're doing and kind of raise them up. Right. I should have prefaced that it's difficult to give the Coles notes of a book this in depth oh, in course. about, you know, 60 seconds, but the, 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 the premise that I maybe should have said is, you know, the notion of kind of really dial into that relationship with yourself, right? Make okay. it solid. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yes.
1: get deeper with your reflective and, you know, interrogative questioning. You know, ask yourself questions more often so that you are solid when you are met with conflict so that you are solid when you are met with a differing opinion right so that you either know when to stay out of arguments when to jump in of arguments my advice to most people is is just stay out of arguments you save yourself a lot more time and energy but you know i didn't know that for most of my life but you know the 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 premise is not be an asshole via you know like only worry about yourself and and you know and i know that's not what you're saying because i can see your face and, and i can see kind of what's coming That that's not what i got from what you were saying but the notion is more, you know just really get crystal clear on on who you are and what's going to make you happy, so you don't get yourself into as many situations mm. that will antagonise your soul or antagonise your character so that you can be a better person to those around you, if that makes better sense.
0: it It does, it does. What changed for you when you realised you know all you need is your own approval? what What kind of change for you when you had that shift in mindset to go right? Like this is this is what I need. Um
1: what what changed for me is uh, a light bulb went off, right? Like like when I, I'd done a lot of work and you know these these last seven plus years of you know figuring out how to live in sobriety after you know I'd spent my entire 20s basically running from any kind of accountability running from any kind of maturing running from any kind of you know like taking life seriously uh basically it it just kind of changed when well that book no more mr nice guy and like yeah. the discussion that i had with uh you know a core group of friends surrounding it definitely kind of took it to the next level but freedom right like what what, what changed is that you know I don't actually need permission and validation from an outside source if I want to do something that I love, right? Yeah. If if I know that you know, I'm I'm for what we can tell, we only get you know one of these lives, right? Like I, at least I don't know any different, right? If if I'm proven wrong one day, I'd love to be proven wrong one day, but you know, if you only do get one shot, you know, like just give yourself permission, right? Mm-hmm. And like. Once, once that realization sunk in, it sounds very simple, but there are a lot of people out there that just almost make that plunge into, you know, starting their own business, like almost take that job at a company that's lower pay, but there's better upside, right? Because they think they might love it, right? There, there, there's so many almosts that, you know, don't happen because of that hidden approval or permission that, you know, one is seeking. And that that's kind of the purpose of this episode is to, you know, get past that a little bit, right? Because once I finally just kind of said, you know what? No, this feels good. You know, I enjoy doing this, right? Like investing and coaching are two things I'm incredibly passionate about. So let's find a way to to, to make these what I do for the rest of my life. And that clarity of focus where like nothing else matters, it, it was it was quite liberating, right? Because I know like whatever pace any of this goes and however this morphs and transforms along the journey, choice was made and action was taken and it was very freeing
0: yeah okay so so is that part of it as well if we because we all have fear okay so we all have fear and doubt in various degrees you know some people can be really crippling the the amount they hold on to so so if you do have that fear and doubt in your mind you know relating to whatever it might be if you're getting that validation acceptance from external people, then that can then have an impact of you not doing a lot of things in life that you might seek to do because how often do we then get that permission from other people to go and do the things that we seek versus if you have that kind of you know, internal fortitude and strength to say, okay, this is where I find the validation to do things. Yes, I have fear, but I can push through that myself versus finding the ways and means from other people? Like, is that, is that part of what you found as well, is that you have this just this internal drive that you're not seeking other people around you to say, yeah, you, you should do that, right? You have permission to do this. That'll be fine. Whereas now you're just you're grabbing at yourself and, and pushing forward.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it, it's, it starts with asking better questions. Right. Like, you know, once you realize that, like, again, you have permission to ask yourself better questions and, you know, again, this is, this is for me. And then largely the last seven years, have been trying to figure out, you know, what exactly were the things that allowed me to reach the next level, right? Like what were the things that allowed me to reach the next level? Right. Yeah. One of the things that allowed me to reach the next level was no longer, you know, wait, just kind of like patiently waiting my turn. Right. Then the, 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 the it, it's uh, it, it's often not understood by a lot of people, but patiently waiting your turn often gets you overlooked for promotion after promotion after promotion, right? Like you make noise and express interest, right? Because you're like, what do I want? Well, what is the action that gets me closer to what I want, right? And when you just start asking, well, what's the next action? What's the next action? What's the next action? And you take the action, you put it through like a decision matrix, right? And like, this is where it gets more complicated and we probably need more time to break down these subjects, but you should have like a, a decision matrix of some kind that you put your questions through, right? And, you know, you should ask yourself, uh, you know, like, so that, that it passes, like, ethical and moral tests, right? So, so it's not just kind of like, I'm going to do anything, I don't need permission, I'm going to go and, like, just do right. unbelievable, terrible things without asking anybody's permission. That, this is not kind of what I'm saying. You should still have a process to make sure these decisions are moral and ethical, but, you know, just continue to ask them and then chase the answers, right? And like, once I once I just kind of realized that like, one of the questions that I wanted to ask myself more often in life, right? One of the questions I knew I'd ask myself at the end of life is, did I embrace curiosity enough, right? Because mm. a big thing that kept me out of going into business for myself, uh, you know, getting deeper into the world of investing, just continuing to improve my understanding and knowledge there, mm. uh, was just, you know, what, what comes next, right? What comes next? Like, don't wait for permission. Like, you can be one of these people. And, yeah, that's – hope that answers your question anyhow.
0: Or yeah, came close. I, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, to the point where you're talking about as well in regards to, you know, putting, putting it through those questions to understand, you know, does it have moral and ethical kind of standards to, I presume, the style of life that you're looking to live – the other really good thing that's important for people to do is understand their decision making process as well. Now, what I mean by that is often, you know, people don't understand what they go through to make decisions. So, obviously, at the very, very end of a decision making process, and we're a bit off topic here, but it kind of goes into what you're saying if people are sitting here at home listening, going, well, You know, how do I make decisions? At the very, very end of the process is action. But what are all the things that you do personally before you get to the point of action? Now, some people have this whole scatterbrain piece. Some people freeze and absolutely freak out. Some people try and gain information or you know, um, you know, information and connection from their community, versus the other people that might do some practicing, as opposed to then getting into the action. So the real key thing for anybody is go well. How do I make my decisions? Can I actually short circuit some of these and get through this whole scatterbrain or freeze piece into gathering information and then getting to action? Because then all of a sudden they can start to speed through things and move through life quicker. And then not getting caught in sometimes if they're seeking what we're talking about at the start, validation from those around them. If that's part of your decision-making process, then how do you do less of that in your life to move forward into action yourself? Um, a bit off topic there, but it certainly goes into what you're talking about with that you know, set of questions that you might ask yourself during some of these challenging times.
1: Well, what it is, is a tool to kind of ensure that you're avoiding it right? That you're avoiding the pitfalls of, you know, am I doing this for me? Hmm. Or am I doing this to impress somebody else? Am I, you know, like, is this an action or or is this undertaking, right? That's gonna require some energy. Uh, Is it being done for the right reasons? Is it being done for, you know, like reasons that I'm seeking to get attention, right? Am I creating this content or producing this work because I believe in it and I want to do it and I'm going to feel good in the doing of this work? Or am I doing this because I think it will get likes, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Am I doing this because I've seen it's trendy and, you know, I could maybe get some attention this way, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, get uh, like from that attention, maybe I can get some influencership or, or whatever it might be, right? And it's yeah, just the, yeah. chasing trends or, or chasing these things that might get you some attention now, I mean there's, there's no way to know if like happiness comes as a result of those things. But, you know, usually if you, if you have like some type of, again, like you said, decision-making framework that you put big decisions through, then you can avoid a lot of the aftermath of chasing empty things that aren't Mm. going to kind of like, again, was it your own approval you were seeking or was it external, right? Because the more you seek, internal validation, the more you just kind of go like, no, I feel good about this and I, I don't need anybody else because this is right. What I'm doing is right. The, the end result of those actions, they, they usually feel better. They're usually create the, you know, the, the kind of life that you kind of sit back and appreciate the work you've done, right? Like I feel good about this work, right? Because like yeah. the, the the decision points, like the, the starting point of going after it was kind of crafted with a plan, right? Put through your own decision-making matrix. You know, yeah. It, it, yeah. you're making sure the decisions you're making fit your values, fit your mission, right? So like, I guess a lot of what we're talking about now the pre-work to, to getting to where we are. So, you know, let me, let me ask you a question, Luke. Uh, you know, in your uh-huh. career, um, if you don't mind uh, just kind of segueing a little bit here is, uh, you know, has acceptance and, and, and validation caused you problems in, in your career at times ever, right? Like, have you ever fallen into it yourself a little bit where your decision making was based on, you know, how others see you as opposed to how you see yourself?
0: Um yeah, I, th- I think the last role that I had before getting into the coaching world is where a lot of it fell over for me. So when I got out of professional sports and then worked in a big you know, advertising global marketing agency – and I kind of went in there and thought that this was just the next step and, you know, I'd do really well and everybody there would be really accepting of me and welcome me with open arms and I'd done all these amazing things in my life so I'd be fine and high fives and it was quite the opposite. Uh, you know, I received a lot of resistance from nearly everyone that I had to deal with and it was a real challenge to work with him. And what I kind of found on reflection was is that I was hoping for validation and acceptance from the people within the organization about my past experiences or my ability or what was going to happen next. I was seeking all of these things. I'd forgotten and walked away from what had served me so well in my career up until that point in regards to focusing on the job, getting better, growing moving forward all of these things and just get caught up on the well. why is this person not saying I'm good or why is this person here not giving me any kind of high fives why is this person over here not celebrating and it really made a mess of everything now it certainly wasn't the only reason why I chose to walk away from that I think this was just all of my worlds colliding but that was just an absolute huge part and it also made me reflect as well and think back as me of a leader within an organization. Had I actually done the right thing over my last 20, 25 years in order to give new people coming into the organization as often as I could a level of validation and acceptance. And I know that kind of flies in the face of what we're talking about here, but you know, thinking back as a leader and saying people come into unfamiliar situations challenges, you know, angst, anxiety, all these kinds of things. And if they don't have some form of validation and acceptance from the people around them that they need it from, then they won't achieve the things that they could have because it is absolutely a fundamental part of what we seek as humans. And this goes back to millions and millions of years ago, you know, that whole narrative, you know, we, we seek that connection. We seek that validation and acceptance. Like it it is just part of us. I believe it's part of us. And, you know, I think I could have done better of those things as a, as a leader years ago, but certainly, yeah, it tripped me up to answer your question. It certainly tripped me up in the last job.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it, I think it gets all of it, all of us, right? Like I can relate to that. I like, I think of my last job and, you know, like initially when I was loving it, I was, uh, you know, I I was, I was climbing hungry, asking all the right questions. Like, what do I need to do next to, you know, make sure I'm doing my, my, my initial job incredibly well. When, you know, the, the, I guess the, the the chase dried up a little bit and, you know, I, I, again, forgot, go kind of made me successful in the first place. And, you know, it's uh, again, It was like great company and and could have spent the rest of my career there. But it just, uh, yeah, just in the end, like, again, it was like, unfortunately, I started asking better questions and asking, like, what do I really want to do? Right. And that it's a blessing and a curse, because if you start kind of going down the road of making sure you're doing things for the right reasons and your own approval, it might cause some disruption in your life. Right. So be forewarned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you made mention, you dropped the word curiosity before, Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's where it changes. A lot for us is that we go from this mindset of curiosity, you know, going in from that novice mindset, how do I learn, how do I grow, how do I absorb versus, you know, what I did is I just went in thinking, you know, I know everything, not, not know everything because I was going into really different industries. So I was mindful of that, but I still didn't approach it from just being a sponge and sucking in as much information and knowledge and wisdom from from everything around me. And I was caught in no man's land between feeling I was getting no validation acceptance from anybody and then my mind saying, I can't ask questions. You know, I can't ask questions to try and seek to understand and gain information. So and that's what I mean. Like all worlds collided around me. And it was just just a bit of a cluster. I won't say the <laughs> the last words there. So um a real, real challenge, real challenge.
1: Yeah. Again, that's it's we've said this a few times, so we don't need to dive back into it, but it's again, life is not going to be void of challenge, right? It's, you know, learn, learn from them, really try to learn so that like each situation is not a loss, right? You can get something from every situation. Um, but I want to I want to move on to something. We like to do uh, you know, quotes, and, and we each kind of pick a quote that we want to you know dig into a little bit here. So uh, Luke, dive into this one for us. So don't wait for someone else to validate you. Validate yourself. And uh, this quote is by Stephen Pressfield, who's written I think like three thousand books. 4000 books. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the actual number, but he seems to insane. he seems to have set the record for publishing books, but anyhow.
0: And I put out two blogs over the course of 2 weeks and think, "Whoa. <laughs> That's going crazy." Um, you know, when I read this first, it was this, "Okay, is this a really really simplistic quote?" And then I was like, "Okay, so don't wait for someone else to validate you. Validate yourself." And I thought, "Okay, this is this is really basic." And then you start to get into this other thinking in regards to this, you know, endless search, you know, a need for substance, um, you know, how much connection do people have now? And, you know, it talks about, you know, do people have a, a God in their life, whichever particular higher spirit they might be talking about? So are they getting any validation there? Um, and this constant stream of needing to acquire something like there was just my mind went in so many so many different directions and i'm i really started to struggle to articulate what this was about but it kind of goes back to what we're talking about at the very 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 start it's the more you seek from outside of your world which is you then the more opportunity opens up for things to steer you off course or run you into challenges. So if you can find love, grace, giving, um, beauty internally um, or even a step out you know, for those around you, then I think you're going to be in a good spot. But as soon as you start to seek um, magnificence from things that are far away from you, and often we do that, right? We seek validation or beauty in things that we just can't get our fingers on. Like we can't touch, we can't hold them, we can't sense them. And that's kind of what trips us up. And and I think that's kind of where it was going here is that, one, find it internally, certainly don't seek it from someone else. Accept yourself for what you are. Be okay with where you're at. Give yourself permission to know that you're not being perfect and that you're growing validate your existence of who you are and then move forward from there. But um I'd love your thoughts. You're spot on usually when it comes to these kind of quotes and and a high level of things.
1: Far, far too kind. And uh but I, you know I, I know that I'm gonna be disagreed with too, right? Like at the end of the day, um, you know, the, this this podcast is is only our opinion, you know what I mean? And it's 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 to be debated. Uh but I think at the end, it just it just comes down to you know the simplest rule, right? Is that I think I think it's healthy to you know want certain people in our lives to be proud of us, right? Like you know my, yeah. my wife, my 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 daughter, uh, you know my 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 child, uh, you know that we're gonna figure out the sex of very soon, um, you know child to be. I, I want them to be proud of me. That's you know what I mean? I Yeah, exactly. I have no problem being vulnerable about that. You know, like I like they're who I want to be proud of me and who I want to set an example for, right? Of a, of a life well-lived, hopefully. You know what I mean? That's the mission at least. Uh, but outside of that, just this is the question that, you know, I'd, I'd love the audience to kind of take away and yourself as well, right? If you allow other people to validate you, Right now, I I get it. If you you have a boss and you're chasing a promotion, and and as the story goes, you 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 need them to approve of your performance, right? So to a degree, you need to pass certain tests. But at the end of the day, like your character, like who you are, you know, and uh, you know, really figuring that out, and and you know, making decisions based on that character and and based on your values and, and and all of the above. If you make decisions for someone else's approval or someone else's validation, who has the power in your life?
0: Mm. certainly certainly not yourself who has
1: the power in your life are you giving it away if other people's approval is more important than thinking and doing actions that will activate your soul in a positive way as opposed to antagonize your character
0: right Mm. that's why a lot of people get stuck in shitty relationships don't they like they've given that power and that permission to other people around them and it's really difficult to get it back once you've lost it and I think that's where people get caught in that spiral of going around around but no I I 100% agree with what you're saying I think that's where I was talking about trying to get to and fumble my way through that is that first degree of the
1: known versus the unknown that's that's
0: right like they're the ones that matter to you don't go to this faraway person over there or certainly don't get caught up in people that you don't know.
1: No, and it, it, and it doesn't mean, like, again, none of this means, right? Like, there's the book of the the very catchy name, The Subtle Art of Not Giving Such yeah. and Such, Mark, right? Mark, very catchy Mark. title. Yeah, something to do with ducks, yeah. I think. But a- anyways, <laughs> like, the, 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 that, that book is not saying go out into the world and be an asshole, right? That book is not saying, you know, like like, th- 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 there isn't this, like, It's not mutually exclusive, right? You can't, you don't have to be somebody that gets your own way and also have to be a tyrant or have to be somebody that, you know, like, like bulldozes people and and has no morals and ethics, right? Like a lot of these things are not mutually exclusive, exclusive, and that's what a lot of people think, right? Like spirituality means that, oh man, like I shave my head and I live in an ashram and I, you know, just, uh, you know, kind of disconnect from the world for X amount of years. That's one way of doing it but it's, it's not the only way, right? I meditate daily, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I believe in something still figuring out what that something is, but you know, like power greater than myself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's just, uh, again, bringing it back to if, if you only got one life, right? Wait a minute for, pretty sure we do only get one life. So if, if that's the case, then whose approval do you need for the rest of your life?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You wake up every day waiting for someone else to say, job well done, you're fantastic, you're beautiful, you're worthy, all of those words that get trotted out a lot in every self-help post in the universe. Like if you are waking up to expect that to come your way, then, you know, you're looking for trouble. Mm-hmm. 100%. A man cannot be comfortable without his own approval. I love this quote. I've used it recently. By Mark Twain. It says
1: what it is. You know what I mean. Like this is one that I'm actually not going to have to dive too heavily into because this (laughs) one actually means means exactly what it says, and it's not it's not a a, a tongue twister or you know hidden meaning in any way. You know this is uh and then this is one of those ones that just kind of smacks you in the face, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's uh you know it's 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 beautiful in its simplicity because. I didn't know, I didn't understand this for a lot of my life, right? Like a lot of my failure to launch ideas I've had in the past that might be incredibly fulfilling and just lead me to an unbelievably happy existence. I, uh, the other thing too, is that, you know, the thing you got to be careful for is that sometimes it's going to be the people closest to you that actually set these traps right through their own limited beliefs and mindset you know like yes. it, it, like people like your closest loved ones sometimes will say things like when you tell them a dream and say Ooh, be careful about that right that could go wrong what if it does go wrong mm. right better have a backup plan better have this now mm. don't want to argue on the backup plan mentality but however if you if you are around somebody that often says this to your ambitions and plans don't push them out of your life, but just be cautious, right? That that's their limiting belief that is telling you that your plan might fail based on my perception of the world, not the way that you see it, right? Mm -hmm. But it's often loved ones that will kill your plans, right? Before you understand what is happening. So Be careful about that, right? You know, again, be careful about who you tell your plans to sometimes. Are they going to fan your flames or are they going to douse you with a bucket of water, right? Like, I I had that in my life, and it was like it took me a long time to realize it, right? That, like, this is coming from a place of love and not wanting to see me fail, but it was also cutting me at the knees and showing me every single way every plan I had could go wrong, right? So, getting past that has been liberating, right? Getting past that has been truly freeing, right? Like there was no saying that this podcast would ever be successful, but you know, let's do it anyways, let's have some fun, right? There's no saying that my coaching business would ever be successful, but let's lean into it. Hey, I have clients, right? Yes. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's no saying that, you know, like the, the, the my, my goal to, 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 to speak to, to you know large stages and groups of people will ever happen, but I'm gonna speak it into the universe and I'm gonna go after it because I know that if I achieve that, I also know that I have things to share. Right. Like, you know, that I used to allow that, you know, limited thinking and these thoughts that have been incepted in me through other people's beliefs to factor into my thinking. Right. Well, what if it doesn't go wrong? What if I don't ever make it up onto the stages? What if I don't, you know, like pass good knowledge on to people through effective coaching? Right. Like what if I, you know, so like, I used to fall victim to the opposite of what Mark Twain was saying here, right? Mm. Uh, because other people's ideas got in my head and I wasn't curious enough and I wasn't tapping into what would light me on fire, right? And activate my soul, I was missing something, right? The, the unbelievable thing is that, you know, trying to become an entrepreneur in a pandemic uh, under the circumstances that they were, uh, you know, at the start of 2020, I had every reason to believe this could be a terrible year, right? Mm. It was a fascinating year for so many reasons, right? Am I, am I truly financially free and, and, and liberated? Uh, not by what I determine, you know, financial freedom that protects my family for generations, mm. but the, I, can see, I can see the target. It's a moving target, but I can mm. see it. And I believe that I'm gonna catch it, set the bar farther and keep going, right? Mm. None of that, I don't think at least, and this is where I'd love your opinion, but none of that is possible for me. Until I start accepting that I'm actually writing my story, the pages are blank every morning and it's up to me, right? And if I can live with myself, knowing that I've put it through my own decision-making matrix and ethically and from a value set but more importantly morally right because sometimes you can do some shitty things but they're ethical right so morally more often is more what I'm talking about you know what I mean and I did go on and set you up there but you know help me save me from myself Luke save me from myself
0: No, as you're sitting there talking about that and all these decisions that you've made or all of these actions without knowing what the end consequence could be in regards to, you know, starting your own business and, you know, being on stage and, you know, that's further down the track. But I think that's part of the challenge that we are faced with is often what we don't do is that when we recognise these are the things that deep down I need to change about myself or actions that I need to, to undertake, And we ignore those things, right? And then when we're ignoring those things, we aren't validating ourselves. We aren't having that acceptance. We aren't saying, right, I'm on the track. And then that's when we start to slip up as well. Or, for example, we might be doing things, but deep down we're actually not celebrating them. We're not saying, well done. We're not saying, this makes me grow, this takes me forward and again, when that's happening to you, you're not validating yourself, you're not giving that kind of approval and acceptance into who you are. And then that spins into another area of if you ignore that for a long period of time, you know, self loathing, or maybe anxiety, depression, or whatever it might be. So, you know, absolutely, I agree with what you're saying, you you need to be close to it. Um, you need to have that alignment with your your story that you are creating to make sure that your habits, like your day in and day out is heading in a direction. Like, let's not talk about a goal here because that slips people up. Let's make sure that you're living your life in a way that you go, right, okay, I'm okay with this. I'm fine with this. I can move forward acting this particular way day in and day out. It's leading me to amazing things. I can celebrate when I do that versus, geez, I made a mess of that. That's not the best version of myself. I've kind of, you know, done a bit of a shitty thing. I can rationalize it to myself as being okay, but deep down, I know it's not. When you're living that way, then that just eats eats away at you dying. Well
1: that's uh that reminds me of a quote from a a past episode, Mahatma Gandhi, right? Yes. And again, I'm gonna paraphrase, but when your words, actions, and beliefs uh you know fall in line, like that that's that's where happiness lies or something along those lines. But what you just mentioned is yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult and I can speak from experience it is difficult to kind of be in that fulfilled state in that joyful state see the thing that, that, that a lot of that I think misses steps a lot of people up is that like joy and fulfillment is like the end result of like having achieved massive things right mm. the, the materialist society that we we live in like yes those those are the rules presented right but you're allowed to be happy and enjoy like in the process you know like yeah, if you're If you're kind of like, you know, making that choice, surrounding yourself with the right people and, you know, understanding that like, man, like the the improvements that I'm making, they're exciting, you know? Like it's the next step mentality and just kind of continuing to grind, right? And and knowing that, you know, like these decisions are, you know, I might not have it all yet, you know? And, uh, you know, like by, again, societal definition, right? But uh, it's coming, you know, you can measure the improvements and when it's mission-based and you know you're going to kind of look back and, you know, be able to answer the questions that you ask yourself when you come to the end and you're going to be able to answer them wisely, right? Like, again, this is one of Brendan Bruchard's thing, Luke, but, mm. I, I, you know, I'd love to, to know if you have your three questions or not. But what are the three questions you're going to ask yourself when you come to the end? Right. Mm. If you can figure out what those three questions are that you're going to ask on your deathbed to figure out if you lived a life that by your definition was successful, fulfilled, joy-filled, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can figure out what those questions are and start asking, yourselves, asking yourself those questions more routinely, yes. Um, yes, you're probably going to kind of stay on track with a, a purpose-driven life, making decisions that are more seeking only your own approval as opposed to others, right? Yes,
0: yes, yeah. Look, you know, I started to have massive questions with myself before getting into coaching. And I looked at it and I said, okay, I wanted to be the best dad, husband and person I could be. Um, that was a big thing that I needed to say, well, how do I need to do that? And then I started to form things around this in regards to, I want to make sure that I address the things that I know that I'm not good at and no longer ignore them. And for many, many years, I was ignoring the things that I knew were no good in my life because I could rationalize that as being, I need to do this because that's led me to some level of success, or I can make an excuse because it's attached to work. And, you know, if work's going really well, then it gives us money to do these things, all of these ridiculous notions in my mind. But for me, it was that best dad best, you know, husband, best person I could be. It was around solving some of these, you know, riddles or concerns in my mind that I had not addressed for a long period of time. And how do I, you know, make an impact on the world around me? Like they're the things, I won't go into the rest of it, but like that's how I really started to form what was coming next for me. And if I could do those things and feel that I had given my best. And what I mean my best is that everybody knows deep down when you're like, oh, I've kind of I've sandbagged that, you know, I haven't given it my all. Everybody knows that feeling and I didn't want to live that way anymore. And then I started to make some changes on the back of that. And then that went into this whole, you know, giving validation to myself. Okay. You know, I talked to my dad. Does he think a coaching business is the greatest thing in the world? Probably not, but I'm not, not seeking his validation that this is the right thing. I'll seek his counsel to a degree because he's my father but he's not, signing, he's not signing off on the report that this is the right thing to do. Like that comes mm-hmm. from myself and it comes from my wife, going back to what you were talking about before or what we were both talking about before, that first degree of connection, the people that are right here, that's where it mm-hmm. comes from. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, you definitely, definitely do want that support. It's, a, it, it's important, you know, but again, you're like, again, where's the decision coming from, right? Like where's the mission the mission? uh, for this coming from, um, you, good segue. Cause you just talked about, uh, your, your pops. So, uh, the, the, the little kind of parenting segment, right. When yeah. dealing with these situations, uh, you know, when, when it arises, right. Like, uh, it, it's a, it, it's a, it's a conversation that, uh, well, first of all, my daughter would not understand the word acceptance yet. Uh, it's a long ways off, but when the time does come, you know, Luke, all kids struggle with feeling accepted as they grow up whether they understand it or not. Uh, how will you help your kids through this?
0: I think about this a lot at the moment. My boy's nearly three. And from what I can tell, and I haven't done lots and lots of study on it, he's not at the point where we're talking about acceptance and validations of, and all those kinds of things at the moment. It's about uh, toy trucks and dinosaurs and stuff. But you know, I start to think about this whole, that external acceptance and, and why we need that. And then I go, is this derived from confidence? You know, is that where it all of a sudden starts to really foster in kids from that young age is that we just don't have that confidence in ourselves so then we're seeking it from other people around us? Um, And having that balance and perspective, I think that's the real key that when he's old enough I'll, you know, I'll do everything I can to build up the confidence in him that he is his own individual that can make his decisions and that that's his life and, you know, his mum and dad will always do the best for him, but he needs to have confidence in it. He needs to have balance and a perspective on what he's doing. And I had a quote here. I'm not sure where it came from, so I apologise. Whoever might have actually done it. When I accept myself, I'm free from the burden of needing acceptance from you. that like That was the quote. And maybe that's part of where he eventually gets to is him as a son and, and my daughter too when they get old enough and, and they're making their own decisions. You know, it'd be difficult as a parent to understand that he is now fully making his own decisions. He's validating himself and he's not getting it from me. And that's kind of where I was coming back with that confidence piece. How do I build, how do we build all of this confidence in him that he's not needing it from so many people around him and certainly not from, you know, that person over there and Billy, the other kid that he might be playing with, but I think it's around this confidence piece. Um, but it also goes into of what we seek as humans and we do seek connection as humans. You know, we do seek that feeling that we do belong and we're part of a community, and that we're being felt and heard and understood. Like, that. That's, they're all things that come to us as part of human nature, so we can't ignore those things. But I think that's where the confidence stuff comes in, right? Let's be mindful, have the perspective and balance that this is, this is what we are as humans. We need these things. But have the confidence in yourself that when you need to go, like, you will go because it's there within you. And that's what I hope to, you know, hopefully work with him on. Um...
1: I like that. It's, you know, it's funny because there's, you you know, this from all you've learned, but there's just so many parallels across so many themes.
0: (laughs) That's the problem.
1: And and the themes, they just, you know, especially when you kind of think about parenting, because the lens always comes back to, I would love to instill them in this, but there will be no force. Right, like there will be no, you know, doctrination. There will oh. be no, you know, anything like that. It's, uh, you know, it's like the the old, uh, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, whoever in the world said it, right? But
0: I'm um, cowboy. Uh, somewhere.
1: A cowboy somewhere for sure. <laughs> but no, it's. I mean, those are all like amazing things to instill. And as you were saying, it, I was like. You know there's no there's no right or wrong answer cuz every child parent relationship is is going to be a little bit different right but it's just again mission based right your mission is i think where you will find the success because your mission and how you want to raise your child yeah. is where the power lies
0: yeah and and how can i um you know how can I? I won't say instill because that's not I instill. Nearly feels that's almost incept. Of, that's yeah, almost that, yeah. That's that's not what I mean, but I'll use that word because I've said it. But you know how do how do you know you raise him or and her, um, even if she's not here yet, to to be making sure that they're also instilling that confidence in other people around them too, because I think that's kind of what we want, Luke how do we spend more time making sure that we give other people around us the confidence that they need when they don't? And I know that goes against the whole internal, external validation, but the more and more I'm talking through this episode, I go back, it's a confidence thing. Confidence mm-hmm. in our own, maybe own that's a,
1: maybe that. Maybe that's another show is, uh, is is how to develop confidence.
0: Let's write sure. it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'll ask you, when your kids become teenagers, it's scary to think what social media will look like then so how you manage what they see out there and how will you help them towards only needing their own approval um before i throw it over to you i think kids will look back at what we do on social media in 10 15 20 years time and go what the hell were you guys doing (laughs) doing?
1: well yeah the, the the rate at which technology advances now is kind of scary right if you think about how long humans have been evolving for you realize that we are only 14 years ai right? AIP after iPhone, right? We're only 14 years after iPhone. Let's just, let's just kind of fathom that. Right. So when you think about that, you know, where will social media be like, you know, the, 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 the integrated level of virtual reality, what is real, what is not like you could go in a lot of different ways and write some pretty crazy sci-fi, uh, if you wanted to, but at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what time it it is in, you know, I'll be like, there will be a lot of whys in, hmm. in, you know, my relationship with, with my kids, right? Like a lot of, yeah, sounds fun. Why? Well, what, why do you want to do that? Right. Uh, oh, that, that sounds, that sounds awesome. Like what, well, like, well, why does, why, why do you want to do that so badly? Right. And uh, just kind of keep coming back to, yeah, yeah no, let, let's, before we kind of get there, like, tell me like, why, why do you want to do this? You know? <laughs> and like, there's going to be a lot of that. And that, that might sound like awfully simplistic, right? But like to, to bring it back to making sure they always need their own approval. If, uh, like I heard, I, something I heard uh, recently, which is a really interesting, because it's like in sales and in creating agreements that are win-win, it's an improv tactic, but use the yes and yes. tactic, right? So like, instead of just kind of saying no's all the time and you know, hitting them with, with no's is like, when you get a request, like, can we this, can we that, da da be like, yes, and, before we do, we're going to go and get your, you know, homework done and da, 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 like, you know, yes. end right. Yes. end, collaborative, right. Like, okay. Yes. Like show you how, like, it's not always just a, I get what we want type of scenario, but yeah, get on the same team, but a lot of, a lot of wise, like, let's just, let's explain the, th- the thought process. And I'll have to probably figure out the right the right balance on that because that'll also be like, oh my God, I don't want to ask dad for anything. So he's just going to ask me why, right? So like, I also don't want to be, you know, like over the top petulant and annoying, but I, I just want to create the habit that they don't make the mistake that I did for such a long time in my life, right? Which was seek other people's approval and, you know, not really step out of the safe lane at risk of not getting it quite right. And having somebody say, I told you so, right. Like I'd way rather shoot my shot, miss it a bunch before I figure out how to make it right. And stumble a little bit along the way, but be able to eventually say I did shoot my shot. Right. I did take my shot. Right. So, you know, it's uh, like, by kind of asking why and and being inquisitive and Mm -hmm. not mandating, right. Again, like there's no indoctrination, there's no mandates here. It's just create that, habit of why, right? Create the habit of interrogative self-talk. Like, let's kind of figure out why are we doing these things, right? Like, what's the end result of that, right? Yes. Like, do I really want to be doing this? Do I, do I want to go on that trip? Do I, do I want to say yes to being part of this group? Like, do I actually like it or am I just going along with it, right? So the more that you ask yourself, why am I doing this? The, 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 the less you will find yourself in, in uncomfortable. And I, I've gone back to this a lot, but the, the, you know, the less you'll find yourself doing things that antagonize your character, right? Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, are not soul activating, but soul deflating, if you
0: will. Yes, it goes back to the thing that you mentioned at the very, very start. Like that ties into that whole curiosity piece. Like you are nurturing and encouraging curiosity and curiosity not to find something within an end goal. I will do this just to get to this point which has some challenges, you're talking about curiosity as a long play, you know, how do you continuously look to unfold this, um, you know, piece of paper and find new crinkles to what life is all about? Like that's what you're kind of encouraging within your kids to do. Yes, why? And then you pull it apart and go even further. And then that just ends up being a very, very long, long trip forward. So I think that's beautiful. I really love that.
1: Yeah. And just to, just to finish that, right. It's like, that's, that's learning from my own mistakes, right? Like I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm coaching now and taking a chance on this because I got curious, right? So that's why I chose that as one of the three questions I will ask myself on my deathbed, right? Is like, did I embrace my curiosity, right? Yeah. Like, did I, did I embrace my ch- my like inner child, like curiosity, because if I do, I'll have a more interesting life. Right. Like I'll, I'll see more things. I'll experience more things. Right. I'll live more fully if I embrace my my inner childlike curiosity. So that's why that made it into my my three questions.
0: I love it. As you're saying that I'm reflecting on many things that I've not done in life because I haven't approached it from a curiosity if I can digress for sixty seconds, is that you know I've been fortunate enough to do some travelling over time, and you know been to many beautiful places around the world, and I know we've been sharing recently some. some yeah, you're,
1: you're a Knicks fan. I don't know what I what how I in feel about that, Luke and Ozzy. That's a Knicks fan, but anyhow, that's a that's a difference. That's, that, that,
0: that's an episode in itself. But yeah. I think, think back now, the amount of times that I did not explore something more in a city because I had a piece of self-doubt or whatever it might have been and not a fear of something would happen, but I just didn't approach it from a curiosity of understanding and finding out more. And I think of how many times I have not gotten everything amazing out of a particular city because I haven't been as curious as I could have been. And what you're talking about is how do you apply that same thinking to life? How do you approach curiosity, find out more, you know, give more, understand more, and when you talk to clients about that same thing too, exactly the thing that you're you're talking about on just having these light bulb moments, approaching life from a way of curiosity, you know, is going to give you just that that long run forward versus that stops right here.
1: Yeah. So even if we could just give that to the listeners today, right? Like, what's your relationship like with your own curiosity? Do you That's, tap in, right? Absolutely. Do you allow that well to just continue to feed you with questions, or do you shut it down? right what's your relationship like with curiosity
0: absolutely well let's bring this let's bring this to a close i've got one final thing to say or ask you so you've admittedly spent a large portion of your life you know needing external validation and approval like you know that's you've spoken about that a few times we've been lucky enough to hear that story from you how did that hold you back and how do you help others move past this now well, this is
1: this is this is an easy question now because of uh, you know how, what we covered in the show. Um, but you know, it, repetition in this area is not a bad thing. But it, it, again, it just kind of there, there's something that I do with my clients now early on in the process. I've only done this with a few clients to this point because I just kind of got onto this study and started to use it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, it, 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 it's clarity. Uh, it, it's you know, again, it's uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of my life. Seeking external approval because I, I, my internal questioning was not very solid, right? Like I didn't have, I, I didn't understand that simple tool, right? I didn't understand, uh, I'd never come across Tony Robbins' quote that you can measure the quality of one's life by the quality of the questions they ask themselves, right? right. Like I, I'd never, I didn't know that concept, I didn't understand it. So, you know, how do I get help my clients get really, really clear on that? In, yes. in one of the earlier sessions that we have together, I have them send me a photo, right? I I kind of age it and make it kind of 3D and that's based on a, an, I actually did it for you too. So you have yes. a the age yes. photo. But I, I just, I'll send clients this photo and then we'll do an exercise together, right? Like a little bit of a meditation, kind of breathing. Let's, let's, let's kind of go to the future. And like you're this, you're the older version of you is having a conversation with you and thanking you for all of the things that you did to you know, help us, like help to, to, to get us to this amazing place that we are now in. So you know, what does that like very realistic age rendered photo of themselves do if they really lean into it and kind of practice and start writing is like, it starts to be able to see that I am going to be that older person right? Like I am going to be this like older version of myself that is going to need love, that is going to need to be cared for. That I damn well hope has a lot of money because they're running out of years to kind of go and like earn for themselves. So like that that, that realization and that clarity that like I better start living a life that I'm I'm enjoying now because like eventually time runs out, right? So like it's this, uh, you know, not 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 in a defeating way, right? Like, you know, how do I help people move past the the, the need of others acceptance? Uh, not in a defeating way, but we help paint the picture of the end will come, you know, so like this is making it very real.
0: Yes.
1: Let's have fun with this photo, right? Like what does that person what has that person achieved? How have they gotten to where they have? And it's just like it's an it's a dissociative exercise to kind of get people really crystal clear into into getting into the action phase, if that makes yeah. sense.
0: It does. It does. It does. It does. Um. Anything else you'd like to leave us with? Any other goal? No. On.
1: I think. Uh, I think we've. Uh, we've talked quite a bit. I think we've gone. Uh, we've gone into the longer end of of, uh, of our episode so far, and I, I thought it was a great one. But uh, I think. We, I think I've hit all the points I wanted to hit today, Luke. You.
0: Beautiful. No, I'm all good. So, thank you, everybody. It has been um, one that has gone in many different directions. I, I think I've really enjoyed it. So, thank you, Sean, for. For thank everything you. that you always bring with the knowledge and, and absolute wealth and abundance um, of beautiful literature that you've consumed. So, yeah, thank, thank you. you, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you can, like and share and and tell everybody to, to jump on board. We'll see everybody in a few weeks for Episode 4. So be safe, be present, be you. And as always, seek fulfillment. I love it. Bye for now. Ciao, ciao.